visiting with our Shap of the Week. It is defensive lineman Ford Thompson. And Ford, you're in what I would call this rotation of guys on the defensive front that, quite frankly, are getting all the love. I always think of what must the guys that play next to a guy like Ethan Burke or Colton Vosick, what must they feel? Well, when they're giving love to one guy, it's pretty much like they're giving love to all of you because your best guy is usually double teamed, yeah. and it makes way for the other dudes to make plays in space. Do you kind of feel like when one guy gets all the love, you all get the love? Well, we talk about a lot. If you get a one-on-one matchup in pass rush or like run plays, if you get one-on-one blocked, you need to be able to break off and make the tackle if it com- the guy comes in your gap. And so with a lot of attention towards Vasek and last year towards Burke. And it was tends to be that like we all share the same responsibilities. Now it's just easier for us to hold to them and like be able to do them because we're not getting all the double teams and extra running backs coming off the edge of blocks. So we just get the one-on-one matchup. Take me back to your first sack. It was a special play and it utilized some skill sets that not a lot of defensive linemen have. What was it like for you that, that first moment where you got your first varsity sack? That game was incredible in general. Like, we're playing at UMHB. Played the first couple games, but it wasn't a lot because it was just, like, at the end of the game when we were already up by 50 points. And so that one I went in, and it was when the game still mattered. <laughs> so it was really exciting. Just it felt so good to chase him down from behind, and I just knew I had it before I even got to the guy. And it was I got up, celebrated with my teammates. It was awesome. It's in pursuit sack. What do you think your speed does for you in your position? What do you think being light on your feet and having that kind of motor does for you? I definitely don't get as tired as the offensive lineman I'm going against as the drive goes on. I won't take a rep off because I know that the guy across from me is just getting more tired than I am. It's third and long, and there are two run plays before, and the offensive lineman is super tired. I'm like, oh, I got this guy. That's what's exciting for me. It's a unique room this year because, you know, you had Ethan that was like the clear-cut guy. Colton had not played it down on varsity. You hadn't played it down on varsity. But you had that experience of being one of those JV call-ups. Mm-hmm. And I think you had the opportunity to kind of experience what football was like. And and I look to the JV call-ups from a year ago. You're a part of the team, and you're seeing those guys come in. I often wonder, you know, between them and the attack team, being able to see varsity competition, being able to – not just be in uniform and be on the sidelines, but to be able to kind of experience, that's probably the best way. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you think about how do I introduce somebody to something that they've never done before, what was your introduction to varsity football? It's it's weird because it's not just football. It's Westlake varsity football. It's not just varsity football. It's Westlake varsity football. It does. It's different than anything I'd seen online or like in my past at playing JV and stuff. It, there's just a whole other level to it of like, you got to be on your toes the entire practice and then be able to think behind it also. And so it's not just get out there and play and mess around with your buddies because it's practice. It's you're focused and you all have that same goal. It seems to me that practice, and we've talked a lot about this in years past, we've also talked about it in other sports where you have where practice is as competitive as a game would be and sometimes even more competitive than mm-hmm. a game would be. And that mindset has just been so present because sometimes when you guys go good on good you're going up against the best or one of the best offensive lines in the state and when they're going up against one of or the best defensive line in the state and there's that mix of confidence that brews when you make a play what is it like in practice when you get the best of your offensive line 
every day in practice I go against TJ Shanahan, and he's pretty good. I feel if I can go against him, I can go against any offensive line of my, lineman I'm going to go against. If, if I can become confident in practice against him, I can be confident in any game because I know they're not going to be as good as him. There's a lot of guys who've had to wait for their opportunities, and I, I view you as one of those guys that when you got your opportunities, you shined last year. Now that you're a senior, Caden's a senior, you have these opportunities that are going to kind of come in waves, including Brett Mays. You know, you three guys in particular as juniors on the varsity behind a very good defensive front. Nate had to wait his turn. You had to wait your turn. But you were in the mix. And I think that's really the difference between Ridgepoint, for example. Phenomenal defensive front. And then you look at Westlake. They have maybe four guys. You guys have six to seven guys Mm -hmm. that all have a caliber that are – the standard is is up there. And I think that kind of mirrors what Coach Salazar always talks about is don't lower your standard. Our standard is not only do we have two or three really good guys, but we got two or three guys behind them that are just as good. Is mm-hmm. that how you see it? With this rotation on the defensive front, it's going to be the depth is going to make it so. When I was talking about earlier, I don't get tired during reps. I'm not going to get tired at all. Like last last game, I was I was just ready to keep going. I wanted to play another quarter. Every rep is a good rep because it's just – you can have that rotation and have that depth. And it also, you're not going to get better if you don't get a rep in. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fact that you've just played four quarters and you're asking for more says a lot about not just you, but the entire the entire team. Once we get like going on a team, it's it's fun. Like it's the first half, we're like just kind of hitting our stride, and once we hit it in the second half, it was was so excited for the whole season. I wanted it all to happen that night. I wanted to keep going. Just I can't explain it. It's just. Amazing to be there. What football has taught you from a discipline standpoint. Some of your coaches talk about your ability not only to be coachable, but also the discipline that you attack, not just football with, but life in general. You know, there are times where you could wake up at 4.30, 4.45 in the morning, and then the season's over, you're on winter break or summertime, and, you know, maybe you don't have to wake up that early. But you still do. I'm out working the dude that's sleeping in. Is Mm -hmm. that how you feel about it? 100%, especially during the season. We're thinking about teams that – I haven't even woken up yet, and we are already out there. We've already watched an hour of film, and they're still getting out of bed. And that's what I thought about during fall camp. That's what I think about during 5 a.m. practices. And I know that later in life, it's just going to be something, a skill that I'm going to have that discipline to do what I need to do early in the morning. You know, you look at Kobe and The Rock and Jordan and, and all of these guys that have legendary work ethics to go along with their legendary play. And I really think the mindset of being done before everybody else starts is really a unique aspect that nobody really talks about. Getting your work in, getting it in before everybody else does, and really having the opportunity to take care of the rest of your life after school is out. Is there a science behind getting up early and getting it done and and putting your work in early, or is it just the way you do it? Well, one thing I think about is if you're up at 5 a.m., I don't know how often you do it, but it's you can't really think about anything else. Like your mind isn't going a hundred different places. You haven't had a full day at school yet. You haven't think you're not thinking about your homework that you have that night. You, all you can think about is football. And so it helps you focus and lock into what you're doing at the time. So it's all football. I think a lot of people would dread. To me, there's all of the stuff that you're piling on to your day and then you have to go to practice and somehow forget about all that stuff. I love that focus because it allows you to isolate that moment in your day and then you can leave practice behind and then go attack the rest of your day because you're not 
you're not having to think about football. You're you're actually having to think about the classroom and getting all your other stuff done. Because going up until football practice at 5 a.m., you're just asleep. Going up till football practice after school, you're thinking about your mind is in a hundred different places. Even during school, you're thinking about football practice, and then during football practice, you're thinking about the homework you have or like a cl- a test went bad or something like that. So it's really it makes it a lot easier to focus. What's your favorite subject? I I really like math. I I tend to do best in it, and it's something that like I've always found pretty easy. Does it make sense to you? Does does math help you with football? That's actually interesting. I I guess it helps me understand solving equation you know that it's going to have like it's all going to work out in certain way with defense we know that every single guy is a variable that if they don't do what they need to do they do something wrong the whole defense is messed up you get the whole question wrong and if every single guy knows what they're doing you're going to get a tackle for loss or sack you reserve the emotion pre-snap and you say okay is everybody lined up is everybody where they're supposed to be what's the call we got it there's that calm before the storm and what we've talked about it with guys in years past is that I want to be smart so I can play fast. To me, that is starting to make so much more sense now, hearing you describe everybody on the defensive side of the ball as a potential variable that could go wrong. If it's right, we get the question right. Mm-hmm. And when Coach Salazar comes in and three and out club on Tuesday mornings, he said, we got that question right. Yeah. And it really goes back to one of the things that I really believe is the turning point for the Westlake football program under Coach Dodge and now Coach Salazar is that goal board. And I'll be honest with you, Ford, I know it's changed the way you play football. It's changed the way I watch football. I notice now more than ever a team that makes it beyond the 30-yard line. Mm -hmm. I now notice what it's like to go three and out as a defense on the opening possession of a half. It just makes so much sense and I'd love to know when the goal board really took over your vernacular and you started to really pay attention to it. Maybe it appeals to your mathematical mm-hmm. brain and your analytical brain where you say, you know what, if all we're doing is checking boxes, this is really an easy test. Well, I think about it during the game. I'm like, they have had two yards rushing. Uh, that's a check. And I think about, have we had three and outs this game? Check. I can tell if I'm having a good ten- game or – I if I'm doing well and I, I can see that myself, but I can tell if we're winning without the score, if we have each one of those boxes checked and I know like we'll win the game if we can ex- achieve all, every one of those boxes. How do you get ready for a game? What, what do you do? What's some of your pregame stuff that you like to do? I'm not that fancy. I just, I'll either sit, listen to music or just sit and rest for a little bit and just think about what I'm going to do, what, what th- certain things have changed for this game, for this team rules I have to play by to perform the best I can. I think also you're looking at them from, you say rules, I say parameters. We're not asking you to not be the player you are. We're asking you to be the player you are and do this exactly. Is that how far down the drill goes with Westlake football? It's weird because we have those rules and that variable of if I do my thing wrong, it can mess up the guy next to me, mess up the guy next to him. That's when the big plays happen. And so it's it's hard not to think about like those little mistakes can c- cause big outcomes. And so I was thinking when I'm before pregame, I'm thinking, okay, if I get hooked on this play, touchdown. Like that's what it's going to be. That's just one example, but it could be other things. It's another rule where I, I mess something up and it messes up the linebacker behind me and then the DB it doesn't see that it's a, like a reverse or something. It's You have to think about your own rules and how that's going to change the guy next to you. 
is it's so good for accountability. And in this day and age, that's hard to come by. And we talked about this with Keaton Quebeca last week, and you know, Ford will talk about it with you as well. I think the goal board, the variables, do your job. You're not here for your personal benefit. You're here for the collective benefit, the whole team and me thing. Most of it to people outside of this field house, it sounds like rah-rah stuff. But the reality is it's not. It's indifference to being real. It's also tangible. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts as we wrap up our Shop of the Week interview is how has this accountability helped you be a better teammate? How has it helped you be a better student? And how is it going to help you after Westlake football? With teammate, we first started with how do you get up in the morning? I think about my teammates. It's, it it's all goes back to my teammates and how I know we both want the same thing. And if I choose not to go to practice that day. It just tells my teammates, I don't want it as bad as you. I don't really, I don't really care about it. I want to prove to them, and I would like the same from them. We both care about it the same way. And later in life, I want to show like my attitude towards others. I want it to be, I care just as much about you as I want you to care about me. And so it's the accountability with attack team huddles and the guys that don't play that much. They also want to be in Dallas at the end of the year. But they work just as hard, do the same amount of practice. It's not what they can do for, or what Westlake can do for them, but what they can do for Westlake. We all want together to win a state championship and win. You can't think about Westlake football without the accountability and how, I know it is a bunch of rah-rah stuff, but we all just care about each other just as much as we care about winning. And we don't want someone else to think that we don't. To me, you've just summed it up, Ford. And as we wrap up our Shop of the Week with Ford Thompson, we understand more now about how the accountability leads to rings. And I think when everybody gets hardware, it creates that trust factor. We've seen that the answer to our equation now has to equal championship. Coaches say we have the formula. We know what it's going to look like. We've done it for the past three years. We know how it can be done. It's now just up for up to the team to put in the work that we've seen in the past that we've looked up to and guys that have come through this program before us. We know exactly what they have done and what we need to do to, and what we have to do to, if we want another ring. He's Ford Thompson, senior defensive lineman and our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.